couple things I want to discuss with you today it won't be too complicated, won't be too out there in regards to the content. Uh, first, let's start with this. Something that I did early on in my career that I think will benefit all of you because it spills over into your personal life and everything that you do is you want to view, and I'm going to talk about it a lot today. You want to view what we do in real estate and your regular life as intertwined, right? Like a, a big mistake that people make is, and this is just generally accepted in our culture and society, right? Like, oh, well, you know, I don't want to talk about work and it's not about work. And like, they, they try to make you a separate entity to what you do. Right. And in a way that traps you mentally, because now you're looking forward to the escape, the vacation, the time off, the, all this stuff. When you stop viewing it in that way and treating it in that way, it becomes a lot easier for you to not only enjoy what we do, but start to see that you can literally add it in everywhere you go. As an example, right? Real estate is a part of you. It's not, it doesn't define you. It's not just your career, but at the same time, people need to be aware that that's a, a flag that you fly, a patch that you have on your, your shirt, right? Like if you guys ever saw like in the Boy Scouts, right? They get those little merit badges, the little things, you would sew that on and say, out of all the things that I have, one of them is I'm, I'm in real estate, right? With that said, everywhere you go, I would ask this question. Even the people that know you on an acquaintance level, like you say hi to them at the store or whatever, do they know that you're in real estate? Do they know that you're a practicing real estate agent? Do they know that you're a real estate practitioner? Do they know that about you? They'd be like, oh, there's Josh. He's, he's, he's a realtor. Like, would they say that when they describe you or no? Because that tells me a lot about how you carry yourself and how you interact with the world. It's not that we go around, hey, stranger, I'm a real estate agent. Like, no, we don't do that, right? But it has to be like a part of you. Same thing with your social media. It should be on your profile. It should be a topic of conversation. I did a webinar the other day and someone's like, well, I, uh, you know, I, I have conversations with people, but I don't know how to like transition it into real estate. I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? Like we're, what you're saying is I'm going to have a fake conversation that then eventually I want to turn it into a real estate conversation. That's not, that's not how you do it. Like I would tell people like there's a couple ways you can do it, right? Number one, use your straight fucking prospecting scripts when you guys are out. Like I would. You know, now, if you want to be smooth about it, right, and I want to talk to people and, and introduce it in there indirectly, I would say something like, man, let's say I'm talking to somebody, I, I had the craziest day, you know, I was, uh, I was out going door to door. And I was talking to this gentleman at his doorstep about this new listing around the corner. And one of his kids comes fucking like running right behind him, like butt naked, boom, right? And even he stops and he looks and we're like, what the hell? And, and now I'm trying to carry on the conversation without being awkward when his naked ass kid just ran by, right? Now, I just made that up right now. And, and you could make this shit up too, but that would be a way of me throwing it in where someone's like, wait, this dude was going door to door. Like that's eventually in a comfortable conversation. It's going to come up like, wait, you were going door to door. Like, what do you do? Okay, now I can bring in real estate, right? So if you want to be smooth, that would be a way of doing it. I don't think you guys have to do that. Like if you're out talking to people, hey, how you doing? And, and you're just having a surface level conversation, tell them. But yo, I'm, I'm, I'm in real estate and I'm, I'm hungry, right? Like I have a big goal this, this month of selling 10 houses. Can you help? Who do you know? Right. Who, who, who's in your life right now that you look at them and you say, this motherfucker needs to buy a house like ASAP. Who? If you were to guess, right. 
And if you guess correctly, I would give you a million dollars. Which one of your friends or family members or cousins or anybody you think is going to buy buy a home this year or sell a home, right? You guys can say whatever you want. If you were to guess right, you hit the lottery, right? And I give you a check for a million bucks, like one of those big, like in the movies, right? The big lotto checks that you get to carry around, right? Or like even Happy Gilmore had in his movie when he would win the golfing competitions, right? In the back of his car, he had all those big checks. That would be another way of kind of interestingly doing this thing. But everywhere I go, I fly the real estate flag. The motherfuckers that know me at the gym know I'm in real estate. Right? Because all that weird calisthenic shit I do, they're like, oh, do you do fucking gymnastics? I'm like, no, I do real estate. That's what I do, homie. Right? Can I sell you a house? Right? Like, we... Yeah, the homes and the MTV. Yeah, that's a, that's a great way of answering. That would be like your elevator pitch What that I saw brought up. Because it's not like, oh, what do you do? A home or real estate agent? Nah, dude. Do you ever watch MTV Cribs? Those are the homes that I sell. Right? That's the Team DC brand right there. That's what I do. I sell I sell the dream. That's what I sell. Like the, the, the homes that you're in in your dreams, right? Where then you wake up and you're like, damn, I wish I had that house. Those are the houses that I sell. And then my team sells. And then you can pull up even our property tour, some of our property tours online and show people. They look at this house, $15 million. Look at this one, $2 million, right? Even Roberto, he could be like, look, look at this one that we did in Atlanta. His fucking sign was in front of it. So it looks like his listing directly, which is cool. But it needs to be like an extension of you, right? I know some of you have kids or you live and stay with family and you guys are going to functions all the time. People need to know what you do, man, right? Like bring it up. Right? There, there's nothing to be bashful about. This is what I do. Even if somebody brought it up like, man, you know, you're talking about your career a lot. Damn straight. I love my career and I'm good at it. Why wouldn't I talk about it? I enjoy what I do. Do you enjoy what you do? Flip it on them and watch how quickly someone who's miserable at their job will admit it. Well, of course, you guys don't want to talk about work. You don't like your work. I love my work. So I want to talk about it. It's not a chore for me to talk about work. I'm excited to talk about work. I'm excited about getting people top dollar. I'm excited about you know, listing the for sale by owner and selling it for more than he thought he would get just to prove the point that what we do is legitimate. I'm excited to help the expired who got burned by another agent to help them move where they want to move. Of course, I'm excited about that. That makes me want to talk to people more, right? Oh, man, like, you know, I tell people, you know, they'll be asking about the career stuff or, or you know, like, let's say I'm checking out, right, at the, the store. I'm like, man, I... I tallied in my head today. I said this to like somebody who works at the cash register. I said, I tallied in my head today. I made 600 because I saw it on, on the computer, right? Because I have one of those dialers. And this is just random, right? I'm telling her, I said, I did 684 dials and I talked to 53 people today. I talked to 53 people. I reached out and talked to 53 people. And she kind of looked at me. I said, so like, as an example, to give you a reference in a day, checking out here in your shifts, how many people do you think you talk to? And she's like, oh, probably like, you know, 200, right? In like six hours or whatever. I'm like, cool. But these people are coming to you, right? Imagine you approaching people, you approaching the 200 and you going and talking to them. What do you think that would be like? She's like, oh man, I would never do that, right? I'm too scared to do it. I was like, ah, see? So I talked to 50, 53 people today. Now, based on your experience here, this is a conversation we're having while she's checking me out. I said, how many of those 53 do you think were mean or upset or nasty with me, Right? And of course, she gave some big ass number. She's like, oh, half. I'm like, oh, not even close. And I was like, it's interesting. You think when you would approach people that most people would be like an asshole or, or a negative? And she's like, oh, yeah, people are the worst. I was like, damn. <laughs> I 
Well, then the average person thinks the average person is fucking horrible, you know? I was like, nah. I was like, but take a guess, though. It's way less than that. Like, I'll give you a couple tries, but it, it's probably way less than you think, right? And from that day, I think, like, two or three were assholes. Like, fuck you, you know, like, over-the-top asshole, you know? And she never guessed it right. The lowest that she guessed, believe it or not, was 10. I was like, damn, 10. That's, like, still 20%. I was like, shit, you have very little hope for humanity, huh? And I told her, I was like, it was actually three, three, three people like that went out of their way to be like, oh, fuck you, you telephone salesman, blah, blah, blah. Right. I was like, isn't it interesting that our own mind. So now that you know that, would you say if I told you, hey, you have to approach people knowing the reality now compared to what you thought, it may be a little easier for you to approach people because you have the facts now that less people are assholes or less people are mean than you think. And she's like, well, yeah, that would make it a lot easier. Bingo. Right now, you know, it was quick, but you know, when they check you out, if you have a lot of stuff, it could take a couple minutes, right? We talked and I told her I was in real estate, blah, 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 told her about the team. But like, that's, that's how I integrated into what I'm doing. I took an experience this is what you can do. I took an experience from my day and use that as a topic of conversation. Right now, is this going to require a little bit more out of you guys? Probably because you don't do it. You guys probably go to fucking the market. You do the self-checkout. You don't even make eye contact with anybody. And then you walk out. I'm over there fucking talking to everybody. And you're probably wondering, like, who the fuck is this person? Right. And then I'll wear, you know, I always wear shirts like this. Even at the bank today, I walked in. One of the young guys like, damn, bro, you always have fire ass outfits on, especially the shirts. I'm like, I got to be in character, bro. You know, I got to stay in character. I can't walk in here and blend in. I was like, oh, that would be the worst, right? So again, and though, though, like from the other side of the bank, oh, hey, Brian, right? Like, that's what I want. It's not that, oh, I'm so cool. They know me. It's I want the realtor, me and everything about me to be that character where I go. It's like, okay, you're going to know who I am because then other people will start talking to you. Or at that point, this is what you guys have to get from a social standpoint. When the employees or the people that work somewhere acknowledge you, your ability to have a conversation with anybody skyrockets because now you have intrinsic social value in that environment, right? And that's what this whole thing is about. If I have that social value in that environment, I can literally at that point just look over to anybody and say, hey, and they'll talk to me because the other people that work at this establishment acknowledge that I'm somebody. Now I can open conversations, like even incorrectly. I just look at somebody and be like, hey, and they'll talk to me. Or at least be way more likely to engage with me compared to if I did that on the street where I would just be like, hey, and they're like, who's this fucking weirdo, right? Because in that environment now I have established value because the people who were in that environment, the employees, the manager, the owner, fill in the blank with anybody, acknowledge me as a somebody. Now you have value, right? So it makes it easier. But every establishment you guys go to, you like that word establishment? Every establishment you guys go to should know that not only you, but that you're in real estate and more importantly, that you're good and you're excited about what you do. Because ask yourself this, if your friends, your database and everybody knew that not only you were good, because that's really what we're trying to prove, right? That we're good at what we do, but they knew that you were excited, like really into what you did. Wouldn't it raise the likelihood of them sending you a referral, even if they knew other people, right? Because let's say they have a, you know, their friend and they're like, man, like my friend, really needs like special attention or I really want, you know, somebody to do a good job for my friend. Like they want to prove themselves to their friend or the person that they know they're going to send them to somebody that they know is like going to go the extra mile. Right. 
And when you're excited about what you do, they already assume, like, damn, the, but the, remember that dude we met, Brian, with the fucking crazy-ass shirts? Like, for sure, he loves what he fucking does. We need to send it to him because, you know, for sure, he's going to do a good job. Cool. That's what I want. All right, we overlook those little details, but they're so important. So what I'm saying is this embodiment needs to be you. This, I'm a light everywhere I go, right? Even if you don't view yourself that way, because I know some of you view yourself as more the opposite. Like, oh, you know, I just kind of blend in. I'm not, I'm soft-spoken, right? All that nonsense we tell ourselves, right? And you remember Lloyd bringing that up. Everybody would tell her that. Oh, you're shy. Oh, you're this and that. Well, when everybody fucking tells you that shit 24-7, you're going to start to believe it unless you have a really strong character, like maybe me, where I would tell people, shut the fuck up, stop telling me that, right? Now, until you have an outburst like that, which I wouldn't recommend you do because it's not the right way to do it, then people will leave you alone. At the same time, you need to be strong enough and, and good up here to where if people tell you that it goes in one ear and out the other and you can have a conversation with them and be like, oh, really? Tell me more about that. I want to hear about how shy I am. I could have a whole conversation with somebody about that. They could tell me everything and it's just going to go in one ear and out the other. Cool. Oh, really? Oh, tell me more about that. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, I'm glad that you noticed that. I could be saying all that shit and it's just. But you guys will sit there and take it and then believe it. And then I. Or somebody will lecture on this and you're like, man, this is going to be tough because I'm filling the blank, right? That's why I got I am tattooed right here. It's one of the first tattoos that I got. Everything you say after that, even up here, not verbally, but up here, it creates the character, which is you. What you go out and interact with the world with, right? Because who you actually are and what you're showing to the world are two different things. Most of the time, you want to, you know, blend that in so it's one yeah there might be some nuances here and there but for the most part what i show you guys in the world like 90 95 percent of it is who i am even behind closed doors ask the people who know me there's no like and then behind closed doors i'm a different person right it's not like i fucking imagine like in behind closed doors i'm dressing up and wearing like capes and like i'm fucking crazy you know what i mean like who's this motherfucker right like it just wouldn't make sense but most people live that way or the point is they think they have to do that. They think, oh, well, I'm in real estate now and I'm about to make calls. I need to get excited and energized. And hey, you know, it's like, no, dude, you need to be enthusiastic and have that attitude all the time. Not suddenly you turn it on when you make phone calls. Then when you shut it off, you're like, oh, fuck this shit, man. And then you go back to, you know, being a slob. You don't want to do that. Because I know people will do, oh, I like making calls from home because then I can just be in my crusty ass sweats all day. and I don't have to dress up. Well, see, that, that's a flaw in character right there. You like that one? Because <laughs> that, that's how people will do it. So that's why we've recommended to you guys, too. Even if you're going to work from your home, have your little space, make it smell good, make it look good. And, you know, even if you're going to sit and make your calls, wear a nice shirt and dress up. I used to do that, right? When I would visit my parents and stay with them for like a day or two, ask them. I would be in the corner room making cold calls in a fucking full suit. And even they're like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, I got to be in mode, dude. Like, oh, you know, you're at the house. You don't have to dress up. They would tell me that. Like, no, like, you know, you don't have to. I'm like, fuck it. No, nah, dude, I'm in the suit. I'm in the suit 24-7. I go to the fucking gym. I'm in the suit, right? I told you guys. I would literally walk into the basketball court and, like, look down and be like, oh, shit, I'm in the suit. I need to, like, I need to change. And I would go back to the fucking change room and, and change. Because it was so ingrained in me to do that, right? So you have to look at all these things and make sure that you're that. And if you're not that yet, become that.
become the person. Because let's say you guys don't like wearing suits because you think they're uncomfortable. It's because you never wear them. I love wearing suits. They're comfortable as shit. And even though they're athletic fit, I like them. Back in the day, though, I didn't really wear them. And I would tell you, ah, fuck a suit. I don't want to wear that. Because I would say, that's not me. I don't have to. I'm not going to a funeral, right? You make up all this shit. Yet, if somebody asked me, how often do you wear a suit? And when's the last time you wore a suit? I wouldn't be able to answer. I'd be like, fuck, three years ago? So they could easily tell me, then Then how can you come to the conclusion that wearing a suit isn't comfortable? Now, nowadays, people say, well, it's a different time. You don't have to wear a suit. Motherfuckers still respect the suit, regardless of what people tell you. Right? The internet trolls and the people who ain't worth shit will tell you, oh, yeah, you don't have to wear a suit. But we take two people and compare them. The dude who's in a suit 24-7 versus the one who isn't. The dude who's in a suit 24-7 is going to have more opportunities and be viewed in a different light than the person without a suit. Period. End of story. Who do you want to be perceived in a higher light by? Your customers. If you go door to door in a suit versus not in a suit, you're going to be perceived as higher value, period. I don't care where you door knock. They're going to take you serious. Be like, oh, this is this is a businessman right here, a businesswoman. Right? I mean, you can't argue that. Yeah, they'll point to, oh, well, look at Mark Zuckerberg. He's a billionaire and he wears sweats. It's a fucking billionaire, dude. He's a billionaire geek who works behind computers. Yet anytime you see him in the public eye, he has a suit on. He had to go testify in front of Congress. What did he have on? A suit. Because that's the etiquette, right? They're having a business professional hearing. He's in a suit. He didn't show up in his sweats. He's, he's not above the law, right? Again, you're going to be taken. Now, the more important part isn't just the perception. It's you. If you guys all were in your offices, right? And everything you did, you, you dressed up nicely. You would feel different, period. You feel different when you dress up properly versus you just wear sweats or a wife beater or no shirt. Because trust me, y'all, like, fuck, I walk around my house too sometimes with no shirt. It's comfortable, of course, especially if it's hotter where you're at or, you know, colder, you want to, oh, I want to dress up a little differently. But there's the proper etiquette, which gets you the result and rewires you here versus, oh, I'm just going to do what I want. Right? Even the wind agrees with me, right? It opened the door. <laughs> When I run to realtors knocking doors, many of them are wearing gym clothes. Yeah. Yep. There you go. They're not working. They're never working. Oh, I'm not, I'm not working, you know, today. Let me correct that. You never work, homie. You know, and that's what I would tell people, right? Like, we would run into that all the time when we were door knock. I'm like, dude, this realtor's at home at like fucking 1030 in their sweats. Like, what are they doing? I've been up since fucking five in the morning, right? Yet people will tell you, oh, no, you can't. You can't door knock. That's frowned upon. By who? Somebody who wants to sell. I've never met anybody who wanted to sell their house, who wanted a professional realtor, who frowned upon door knocking. They would say, I'm not going to expire at 7 a.m. I wish my last fucking realtor was up at 7 a.m. knocking on doors and my house would have sold. I'm like, exactly. And I got that fucking listing. I said, that's why I'm here, sir. Because you already went through a shitty experience and now it's time for you to sell. So you want me to cut to the chase? All right, let's get this thing sold. Because it sounds like you still want to like, and I got an appointment right away. Then I qualified him and did all the shit. 
Versus, I'm sure you guys, if you have a door not that early, the immediate thought is, oh, shit, people are going to bitch at me for knocking on their door at 6.30 or 7. Not a motivated seller. A motivated seller is going to... I remember I told you guys a story, knocking on January 1st at like 7. Someone's like, oh, an agent came at 6.15. We signed with him. And I was like, shit. That happened to me my first year. I still got listings that day. Every January 1st, I would set appointments and or attend appointments the same day and get three or four listings. Those between the 31st and the first, those like two or three days, always. I just, I knew I would hit a home run because there's motivated people, right? But when I heard that, I was like, man, I need to knock earlier. Damn, I knocked at seven and they said somebody came at six or 6.15 and got the listing. Shit, had I been here 45 minutes earlier, I would have gotten this listing. Versus, you know, everyone else is fighting the demons in their head. Oh, man, you know, I can't call or knock that early. They're going to bitch and I'm going to get in trouble. And right. And then all this stuff goes in your head. Yet when you call at eight, when you're supposed to call, 20 people already called them and they won't even talk to you. Right. Same thing with the stories that we tell ourselves, oh, you know, I'm going to go door to door. I'm going to dress down. That way, you know, they don't think I'm a businessman. Dude, you want them to think you're a businessman. I'm about my business selling real estate. I don't. I don't play games. I'm very good at what I do. You know, and even if somebody brought it up, sir, would you want me to come meet with you in a professional respect to list your home and wear fucking chanclas and flip flops and fucking shorts? Would you take me serious? Would you think, oh, man, yeah, this is the dude I want to represent me in the sale of my house and get me the most money. And I'm, I'm willingly going to pay this dude 6% commission. And you're going to smile about it? I don't think so. Yet if I show up in a fly three-piece suit looking good, walking and talking the park, you're going to be like, yep. Right? If we created a, a silhouette, a picture of what that is, draw or picture for me the real estate agent who's going to sell your house. You think they're going to put homeboy in a fucking Tommy Bahama shirt and fucking sandals? No. No. Yet you'll allow people to tell you, oh, no, it's okay. Now, I'm not telling you what to do and what not to do. I just knew that when I was new, I said, I need to embody this being professional and being in a suit all the time. That's why for the first three years, y'all would see me in a suit 24-7, 24-7, suit, tie, until my business was rocking and rolling. And even then, I still didn't wear it 24-7. But when I conducted myself during my business hours, I was always in a suit, always. To the point where, like now, I, I, I like wearing them. They're comfortable. And I, I even have fun with it now. Like the Miami suit, the Joker suit, all those crazy ass suits you guys see me have. I love it. I have like a whole section in my closet dedicated to them. And I'll just open it and look at them and be like, damn, those are some cool ass suits. You know? Then I'll walk around and, you know, even in my house sometimes, I'll just be wearing the suits. Nobody's watching. I'm not making any videos. I'm like, man, this suit is cool. You just feel different wearing them. Right? Out in public. If I go out in public in my suits and I try to ignore people, I'm not going to be able to do it. Because someone will be like, oh, man, that's a cool suit. Where did you get that? Like, someone's going to approach me or ask me that. Like, damn, bro, like, where did you get that suit? That, that, that's cool. Oh, I love the suit. Like, when you guys see me travel and do these little even day trips where I'll go speak. Like, Monday, I'm going to North Carolina. I'm going to go speak and come back. Going through the airport. I'll, at least a handful of people will say something. Damn, this is, that's a sick suit or something. Like, wow, it's a sharp suit. I like that. Oh, it's a very nice color, right? Everybody says something. See, but when you, if I wasn't to do it, you think people are going to walk up to me? Hey, bro, how come you're not wearing your suits? Like, you know what I mean? Like, no one's going to say that. They're, you're just going to be like everybody else. But when, you, when you're in character and everything about you embodies it, you get the reaction. I want that.
oh, well, you know, but again, some of us maybe were, were brought up, don't get attention. Well, shit, if I want to be a realtor and make money and meet more clients, I need attention. So we have to, we have to fix these things. Oh, you know, I got to be low key. I get it. But however, when we're now wanting to be in real estate and be successful, you cannot be low key. If you want to maximize your results later on, when you're mega successful, then do whatever the hell you want. Right. When you've hit the point where it's like, okay, I've sold my, you know, 50, 60 homes a year. Everything is, is dialed in. Like you're at the point where you're at the peak of what you wanted to be. Okay. Then you can start bending and changing the rules. Sure. Go for it. Cause now you're in the position to do so.